You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC and your daily reminder that Liverpool are top of the league. It is a Wednesday and nothing is happening. Uh, Owen Beck has been recalled from his loan, as everybody will now be aware. Reese Williams has also been recalled from his loan. Now, fair to say he had a different type of loan than Owen Beck, while Beck's loan was undeniably a big success. Reese Williams has not been a success at Aberdeen. He did have an injury, but he also just struggled to get any sort of traction played one game for them in the Challenge Cup and otherwise was left kicking his heels. So best to bring him back, loan him out elsewhere. Same thing obviously has happened with Nat Phillips. Same thing has happened with Fabio Carvalho. You would have to look at the fact that we've had some really unsuccessful loans this season and hope that the club can work their way through that and start finding better loans for some of our younger players to number one, help them develop, but number two, put them in the shop window so that potentially we might be able to sell them and make some money. Um, Calvin Ramsey's obviously had a, a weird loan at Preston. You'd wonder if that will last the season. He had an injury. He came back, played okay. Now he seems to be out of the team again. Seth Vandenberg, his loan has gone very well, though mines are garbage, but he has been he has been good for them. 
And you'd imagine they'll probably take up their option to buy if they stay up, which they might not. They have not had a particularly good season in the Bundesliga. They currently sit in 16th. Um, They are level on points with Cologne and Darmstadt. Two will go down automatically. One will go into the relegation playoff. If Mines managed to stay up, I would bet they'd keep Sep. If they go down, though, they probably won't be able to afford him. Um, James Norris, his loan seems to have been a bit weird as well at Tranmere. Tyler Morton's had a pretty good loan. Um, to be totally honest, I have no idea how the rest have gone, except for Harvey Davies, who I know got booed off by the fans at Crew in one game, which is unfortunate for a young player. But it seems like Tyler Morton... Owen Beck and Sepp Vandenberg are the three that have had successful loans. You don't hear a lot about the others. So I suppose wait and see. Wait and see how they are when they come back. Wait and see if offers come in for them in the summer. Wait and see if they've developed enough to take a step up to maybe be considered for the first team preseason tour next year. Maybe Klopp will bring some of them and, and give them an opportunity. Um, On This Is Anfield today, we have 10 Liverpool goals, that 10 best Liverpool goals that almost happened. This is something that we discussed on Raw after the Newcastle game, after Trent almost scored that worldie. And Sam Milne has put together a top 10 list. And there's some absolute, oh, belters. Ones that you just wouldn't remember. Now, there's no excuse not to remember this first one. Uh, Costa Simicus versus Lask earlier this season. That was a pretty good effort. A pretty good effort. Uh, Raheem Sterling versus Tottenham in 2014. I'd completely forgotten about this. He danced through a bunch of Spurs players and then completely made a mess of the finish. That would have been a hell of a goal. John Arnorisa versus Tottenham. This is a fairly John Arnorisa-esque kind of strike. This is what you'd imagine John Arnorisa to do in a football. Anytime he gets a side of goal, it would have been an absolute worldie. The Lazar Markovic one that Guy brought up on the pod, he did score the goal in that game, but this would have been an absolute worldie. This was sensational. Uh, Luis Suarez versus Newcastle, 2014, final day of the season. Um, I'm not sure if this one would have counted. I have a feeling it was called back, but would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what it was. Um, This was called back because the ball was deemed to be rolling when Suarez hit it. Unbelievable strike, though. Kenny Dalglish versus Man United, 1980. Well worth the watch. Sam's put videos of most of these in, so you can watch them. Uh, Daniel Agger versus Bolton. There was few better sights than Daniel Agger striding out of the fence through the midfield and then just unleashing a shot. Sensational footballer. This one smashed into the crossbar, nearly broke the the, the goal frame. Uh, the Trent versus Newcastle one. Suarez versus Arsenal comes in at number two. I'm sorry, that should be number one. It should be number one. Unbelievable. 
that strike is unbelievable. And, and to this day, I don't know how Colo Torre misses the follow-up. And then Jamie Carragher on his final appearance for Liverpool, 35 yards out. The crowd roars shoot and Carragher decides, why not? Let's loose. And I'm glad it didn't go in. I'm glad it didn't go in because we'd never hear the end of it if it had gone in. He'd never stop talking about it. But what a way it would have been to finish off his career. It's an unbelievable strike. Keeper gets nowhere close to it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And what's funny is they almost went down the field and scored then. Glenn Johnson making possibly the only decent defensive intervention of his Liverpool career. Uh, there's a piece about Waturo Endo, which is a very good read. I do highly recommend throwing your eyeballs on that one from Adam Beatty. Uh, there's the last word on Liverpool versus Newcastle. There's a piece about some Brighton player that doesn't play for us. Uh, who is the best penalty record in the Liverpool squad? I would imagine it's Zabozlai. If it's not him, it's going to be Darwin. Mo has an 80% hit rate. 36 scored, 9 missed. Darwin has a 100% hit rate. 12 scored, none missed. Zabozlai, 93.75. 15 scored, 1 missed. Alexis, 88.89. Eight scored, one missed. We'll be in good shape if we get to penalty shootouts at any point. Because we'll have Virgil, we'll have Trent. You'd back Robbo from 12 yards. You'd back Gakpo, I think, as well. So that's all positive. Um, Four ex-Liverpool players have just taken up new manager's jobs and one as an assistant. Yeah, so Charlie Adam has been appointed as the new manager of uh, Fleetwood Town. So good luck to him there. Stephen Calker has become player manager of Malaga City in the Spanish fifth tier. Dirk Kout is taking over second division Belgian team Bershot. Um, he was previously manager of ADO Den Haag and was sacked. That didn't go very well. Harry Kuehl is the new manager of Yokohama F Marinos in Japan. That's quite cool. He was with Celtic as a, as a coach. Um, he previously managed Barnett. And then Nuri Sahin. Now, Nuri, um, Nuri was manager at Antalyaspor in Turkey. And he has left that role. And he's done quite well there. And he's taken over as the new assistant manager of Borussia Dortmund. And it seems to be 
that the plan is for him to become manager in the summer and Tursic, who's the current manager, to become the sporting director. Now, Tursic was credited with their recruitment in the summer, most of which was not great. So that's a bit of an odd one. But Nuri Sahin, he played decent football with Antalya Sport, and the results were pretty good as well, considering where they were when he took over. Um, Liverpool tracking 22-year-old midfielder labelled the best ball winner in Serie A. This is Morton, Morton Trendrup of Genoa. He's a little bit small. He's only about 5'8", 5'9", but he is really, really good. Now, he plays more as a box-to-box midfielder for Genoa rather than a sitting defensive midfielder. Um, He'd be a pretty obvious kind of Trent backup in that hybrid role, considering he used to be a right-back. He's not not near Trent's level as a passer, but he is a good passer and he keeps the ball moving well. Hmm. Paul Gorst has reported it and says it's more likely one for summer. Now, Genoa have said they want him to sign a new contract and... If they do get him to sign a new contract, they'll probably put in a fairly sizable buyout. Um, but he is a decent player. He is for sure a decent player. He's a good player. He's, he's better than decent. Um, FIFA rules block Fabio Carvalho playing for Liverpool before next loan. Yeah, he can't can't play for three clubs in a in a season. Jamie Carragher names biggest turn biggest factor in Liverpool turnaround one and eighty nine. What is this? Oh, Van Dyke being back to his best. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It is undoubtedly the biggest reason. Um, PGMOL provide explanation why Jolington avoided yellow card versus Liverpool. This will be some bullshit. Let's see now. As relayed by the Times, Henry Winter, Taylor did not go back to show a yellow as the holding in offence in the first half that interfered with a promising attack and advantage was played, therefore no caution. Um, that That's nonsense. That's absolute nonsense. Nine times out of ten, that's given. Like, we always see advantage played and players booked after the fact always it happens four times every weekend in the Premier League where someone commits a foul advantage is played then the ref goes back and books that player this is a horseshit excuse for a horseshit performance by a really poor referee Um, on to Liverpool.com there is 
Liverpool transfer news as $49 million contract made and Jurgen Klopp wants Goncalo Inacio teammate. Okay, we'll come back to that. Uh, Gary Neville names Liverpool title. We shouldn't be listening to Gary Neville. David Moyes and West Ham fuming as Mohammed, at Mohamed Salah decision as Liverpool gets strange advantage. Okay, we'll look at that. Uh, Luis Suarez moment might have just been beaten. That's about the shot that Trent had and the shot that Suarez had. Uh, there's a piece about Curtis Jones, a piece about Mo, a piece about Friendrup. Bit expected for 165 million star. Um, there's Alan Shearer talking bobbins. Let's have a look then at what these three pieces are saying. Who's the 49 million? Oh, Manu Kone. I, you'd definitely be in favour of us going back in for Manu. You definitely would be in favour of us going back in for Manu. He would fit like a glove into this team. And Usman Diamande is the player that apparently we want from sporting. Now, he is a massive talent. Genuinely massive talent. But you don't buy him in January because they won't budge off the buyout clause in January. In the summer, you can generally work a deal. David Moyes was left furious after his side was unable to call on two players against Brighton while Liverpool were able to play Mohamed Salah, but the games weren't played in the same night. The players had to be released by the second. And no, you couldn't have played, David, because the TV people wanted it. If you want to be angry with someone, be angry with the TV people who picked your game for Tuesday night. Like, it's not Liverpool's fault. But yeah, your game came after the deadline for players to have to go and join up with the national teams. Simple as that. Um... Right, another piece here about Friendrup. And a piece about Joe Neves. Joe Neves is really talented, but he's not what we need at all. He's not a six. He's going to be a really good player, but he's too small to be a six for us in the Premier League. Um, I want to check on Anfield's watch because I believe, I believe young Maguire has a new piece up. Let's see. There is a predicted starting 11 for the Arsenal game. Um, Mohamed Salah left out of world 11. Only one Liverpool player makes FIFA Pro squad. Let's have a look there. Mohamed Salah leaning towards Liverpool contract. Well, it is Steve Kay and he's an enormous spoofer, so we won't be listening to anything he has to say, but he is just playing the odds there. Um... It's a piece about Darwin, piece about Endo. Where did Sam Maguire write this piece? Sam definitely wrote something. Sam Maguire. Yeah, there's a there's a Sam Maguire piece 
on Anfield Watch about Waturuendo, but for the life of me, I cannot see it on their homepage. The only Endo piece was written by Andy Heatsbed, and that was yesterday. Sam wrote this piece today, it would seem. Um, but yeah, find it on Sam's Twitter, at uh, Sam McGuire 90 and give it a read there. Mohamed Salah left out of fifth, fifth pro. Let's see. Uh, Virgil is the only player included in the squad. What? How's that happened? Is this not based on the year 2023 when Virgil did not have anywhere close to his best season? Allison didn't make it either, apparently. Ederson was picked. Thibaut Courtois hasn't kicked a ball in five months. He was picked. Um, some very funny inclusions. Cristiano Ronaldo included. It's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. He's playing against plumbers, school teachers. Luka Modric. It's been awful this season. Karim Benzema plays against plumbers. This is madness. Antonio Rudiger, Jesus Lord, wept. Uh. Anyway, on AnfieldIndex.com, there is a piece about Wachuruendo, um, a piece about me saying I still don't think we'll win the league. I still think it's City's league to lose. That's just how I view it. And that's how I'm going to view it until there are few enough games left that they can't catch us. That is going to be the mindset and the mantra. They That they are favourites to win the league, that they're going to win the league. And if we get to two games left and we're seven points clear, then I'll admit that we might win the league. Um, David Lynch... I was on a uh, was on media matters, and there's some the piece on some of his thoughts, and there is a piece on Friendrup. Um, podcast wise, there is that media matters with David Lynch and Dave Davis. There is post match raw from the other night, and there is a new under pressure with Dan Kennett, Hamza, Phil Barter, and Cy Brundish. So do give that a listen, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.